our campaign was different than anybody else's, and people noticed that because we were with uh, citizens. Um, we're gonna play basketball, went to the market, uh, went to coffee shops, and strolled the city, walked uh, through cities, towns, meeting people in restaurants, coffee shops. And everybody notices that. And uh, it wasn't really by design, but it was who we are. Our, our town hall meetings are not, were not, will not ever be um, party events only for the party members, but it is always for the public, and we always have a question answering session. So before we noticed, media noticed that, then started talking about our campaign that was different, and then we noticed it, it really was. On the other hand, it was by necessity, we didn't have the money, that, nor the organization, the infrastructure that large parties have to stage large events, we just don't have the money. Uh, just for the billboards, the largest party will, will, will spend 10 times our entire campaign budget. Um, so it's an uneven game, but because of that, we had a chance to meet and talk to a lot of people. Met um, people like uh, army veteran who has no means to live and works uh, at the market, uh, pushing a cart between the uh, whatever they call it places where they sell them fruits, vegetables, and then he earns a couple of dollars a, a, a day. You, I met a person who, in the town of Calesia, who basically said, I think I would rather be dead than continue dealing with the state, meaning the government at various levels. Uh, Then you meet people like uh, our candidate. She is Roma. And she really touched us all at the, the last uh, large town hall meeting in the town of Visako. When she got up on the stage to introduce herself, and we often use those occasions to present our list of candidates from that region. She basically said, this was the first time I felt that I was accepted somewhere. And that was very high. I started crying. People met up. Uh, gave him a standing ovation. Um, then you start thinking about a person who goes through life, maybe being second or third class citizen, or not being seen as one at all what it must feel like. Uh, went to different places in the country from parts of Bosnia-Herzegovina where conservative 
nationalist Croats live, and, and then to talk to them as well as went to the eastern Bosnian Srebrenica, but also Zvornik. Zvornik is uh, mostly Serb populations, very nationalistic too, often, not all of them, obviously. Nyanya. Uh, they went to Kozarat, Piedor, Banja Luka. We had, uh, because of our candidate for president of Republika Srpska or vice president because of his Bosnia, we had a town hall meetings in Piedor, Banja Luka, and then the last one in Kozarat. Uh, to support Yusuf Ayfagic, who is our candidate for that position there. Uh, in any case, often we had two or three cities or towns a day rushing from one place to another. Um, in all of that, during, during all of that, we had since we established some relationship with the media, meaning we paid for that, and that's legal during the campaign time, we got more attention from the media, print, TV, as well as social media, portals or sites. During that time also, so we had interviews Today I had one at the radio station, which is the largest radio station probably in Bosnia and Herzegovina. So we had the exposure in the media. And now, and not just for me, but for some of the candidates as well, with interviews arranged, paid for interviews, but still uh, meaningful questions for meaningful answers. Throughout all of that, um, one of the main events was the, the debates. Debates that were um, set up by, we had five, I got invited to five debates. Debates of, sometimes they would invite all the candidates from federation, the two candidates, there are two seats in the presidency for federation and one for the Republika In federation is one Bosniak and one Croat. So sometimes they call put together candidates for the Bosniak as well as the Croat seat in the presidency. The Croat members never um, attended any of the debates. Basically, they said there are just two of them. They don't see eye to eye, nothing they wanted to discuss. None. So that left the Bosnian side. The first one was the a radio a debate for the federal radio. When I say federal, I mean there's a federation and then two entities, Republika Srpska and Federacija Federation. So federal radio is the radio of that one entity called Federacija or Federation. Federation sense of, uh, well, I don't know why they call it that way, but clearly those are mostly uh, Bosniaks and Croats live, uh, Serbs, of course, and others, but um, predominantly uh, Croats and Bosniaks because they carved up 
carved out during the war of the Subscan for mostly Serbs. So uh, that debate, for that debate, I, uh, I was the only one who showed up. And they gave me an hour to talk. It was supposed to be hour and a half, and they gave me an hour to just talk about, talk about my program, and that was fine. Then the next one was uh, supposed to be, was N1. Um, it's not a public television, it's private television, but it's, the, it's like CNN, it's all news. Mm-hmm. And it's a CNN opinion. Uh, it was prime time, it was Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, that's when they have on their talk show with, a, with a, probably second best known talk show host in the country. At that time, of the three, two showed up. And also, there was, there was uh, an article in the media discussing the fact that I was the only candidate who, when invited, accepted the invitation for all the debates earlier. And nobody else actually ever said anything. So with this debate, nobody knew what was going to happen, except that I did confirm attendance, but nobody else did. I showed up, and now there are two, what they they consider themselves the two major candidates. One, the nationalist, Makiris and Begovic, and the son of the father of the nation, Alias and Begovic, who was the first president. And the other one, Denis Pachirovich, who is from the Social Democratic Party, SDP, who is, uh, in his candidacy, was supported by 11 parties, who basically said, okay, we'll just bet out you and the man. So they are considered uh, front-runners by far. In that event, Mr. Izetbegovic doesn't show up. Bechino, which does, the one from the, they call them civic parts and seats, as opposed to nationalists, the ones that are based on the civilians, the citizens, uh, like left, center left. He shows up. We got seated. And when we got seated, the host started, this is why started the, the show that when he when he said hello welcome to the program this is the debate between the candidates one didn't show up the other two showed up I'm looking forward to a meaningful and productive constructive conversation informative conversation at that point mr. Bacino my opponent basically said, listen, I came here to talk to Mr. Isabelich. And that was their uh, strategy from day one. They never acknowledged the fact that non-nationalists, they never acknowledged the fact that there was another candidate on the same side, non-national side, me. Uh, Thinking that that was probably the advice from the campaign manager basically ignore and the people were ignoring as well because it's such a minority of, of votes 
that was their assumption. So they basically said, my opponent is not here. There's no reason for me to be here. I'm leaving. The host said, well, there is Mr. Hadikari who's here, and he's the uh, opponent as well. He said, no, he's 3 to 5.0% votes, and we have the, uh, uh, what do you call it, it's not surveys, uh, we call the... Polling? Yeah, we have the polling, and um, it's not a major factor. And he, he said something like, his 3 to 5% will not do anything. Or did he say, I hope his 3 to 5% will not change the outcome of the election? Something like that. Hmm. And it, it just stood up and left. And um, so basically, uh, said that I don't matter, I'm not a candidate. He never referred to my name ever up to that point. Even that to that night, I don't think he mentioned my name as if I don't exist. Behaved as if I'm not a candidate. Uh, when he got up and insulted me, the Syrian and the uh, I stayed, we continued, we continued the conversation, the host was really shaken a little bit by it. But to his credit, he continued. The show was supposed to be for an hour and a half, but it lasted for an hour. Well, after that show, um, so we talked about a little bit about everything. The, the show, the talk uh, show host grilled me on, on the the mantra that the SDP party uh, was pushing or has been pushing for the last four years that I am just a nationalist product because I'm there just to take their votes so that the nationalists can win. Um, no truth to it, uh, uh, to it uh, of course, but it's a spin machine that is deciding that it's trying just to discredit you and make people not vote for you at all, regardless of your policies, who you are as a person. Uh, if you are against us, you must be with our enemy, therefore you are nothing. So the host asked me about those things. So I had to, and I hate it when I had to defend myself for something that had no truth to it. You've done nothing to make them say so, except that the PR, the marketing machine is, is working in, in, in working over time to make it happen. The whole conversation was um, a non-conversation really because he was then trying to get me to say something that, that was uh, outrageous or something that would catch attention. It doesn't get that from me. We somehow get to the end. Well, after that, uh, social media exploded. The comments of the people, how arrogant he is. What does he, who does he think he is? He's not running for the seat of that Mr. Nationalist, but for the presidency. You have a candidate, no need to insult him. You have another candidate there. So at that point, the whole nation started talking about us. 
can be in this particular case. And Gabriel, um, basically, by leaving, single-handedly brought us into that, into the race. Uh, a lot of negative comments, a lot of a lot of negative for him, and then praise that I, I acted uh, like a gentleman and didn't respond to it, just stayed and continued conversation. Then another debate uh, was called, organized by the Federal Television. This time all three of us showed up. And uh, most of the time, Mr. Becirovic, the non-nationalist side, civic side, he was he spent most of the time just attacking Mr. Becirovic, the nationalist guy. And I was there fighting for my time, just to get some air time, to express some kind of views. Well, um, that time what was interesting, the two of us were seated next to each other, the nationalist guy across from us. He kept the nationalist guy, Mr. Zabegovic, kept looking at me almost the whole time. By design or randomly, I don't know, or because uh, he gained some respect for me or what I was saying, I have no idea. But everybody noticed that. And then started rumors. See, they're working together. Look at those looks. The whole time they were looking at each other. We were just seated next, uh, across from each other. But the host asks one question at the end. Can you tell me something in English? Because all of you stated in your CV that you speak English. The civic the non-experts guy refuses to, to do so. The nationalist guy jumbles, bumbles, mumbles through it. And then they ask me to evaluate what he said. He said, I'm not going to ask you because you lived in the United States. Of course, you know English. So what do you think? How well did he do? So uh, basically, it was a poor English, but understood. I understood him, but he was trying to say, kind of. So I basically say, said, and I, I, I cannot humiliate anybody in front of the national audience. So I basically say, well, it wasn't fluid, but I understood what he was saying. That was my evaluation of his English. Well, now the media, the, the social media explode again. Why did he refuse to speak English? The nationalist guy. So this is second debate in which he, he was getting creamed or killed. And as that is happening, my population somehow is going, my, my not population, but my uh, popularity uh, rises uh, a bit. And I'm getting, or we are getting more and more messages. Uh, we're going to switch from we thought we were going to vote for him, but not me right now to vote for you because they cannot vote for the nationalist guy. Then there's a next debate. It's cantonal uh, television, television TV Sarajevo. 
it was supposed to be taped on Tuesday, or was it Monday? Monday. Taped at 1 p.m. and then played at 8 p.m. that night. Around 11 that day, I got a call from the producer of the show who basically said, um, Mr. is a language, the nationalist, said they were from his camp, campaign. Uh, headquarters, they said that he will not attend. Uh, they conveyed that message clearly to Mr. Bechidovich from the non-national side, and he and they decided not to come as well. So the because the canton is now ruled by the coalition that includes the SDP, and not to put their SDP candidate in another awkward situation up to two poor performances during the debate. The producer called me tell me that the debate will not take place, which is questionable decision. They might be obligated under the election law to offer that as an opportunity to the candidate. And if even one accepts it, they should have it. They should fall. They didn't. <clears throat> then there was one more, one left at uh, national television, television of Boston had to go in. In the meantime, I find out that there is a possibility that the nationalist, Mr. Zubegert, uh, had some prior knowledge that there would be a question of English and that he practiced for it, but I don't know. I don't know if that's a rumor or just says, saying something. But anyway, he did what he did, and I evaluated it, and then that was the end of it. Um, now, this is national television. We don't know who will show up. This is on Tuesday, last Tuesday. Noon time taping, and then they will air it that day around 8 20 p.m. Of course, I show up. Mr. Bechirovich shows up, and they tell us that the National Guard, Mr. Zedegel, will not show up. He's on the campaign. So the question is whether the, the Mr. Bechirovich will stay. He left. We had one debate. Well, he decided to stay because he was screened for leaving the first time. Uh, the interesting thing about him was after that N1 debate, um, when we all showed up for the debate on the federal TV, while we were waiting for the debate to start, he, um, which was the which was a live um, performance, while we were waiting, he basically, I wasn't in a good mood. Uh, I didn't like what he did to me. But he basically came, and we shook hands. He sat across and somebody said, how are you doing? And I said, well, I'm not sure I'm really open to a nice conversation with you. So I just stick to our seats and 
being out of touch. He said, why? Why? You know, um, I did nothing wrong. I, people say I disrespected you. No, I said with all due respect. And then he did what he did. They say, yeah, you said with all due respect, you don't exist. You, you're not important and I don't want to talk to you. And I don't know how that not accepting the fact that I exist is uh, somehow made right by saying, I respect you. You don't. You left, you didn't talk to me, you behaved as if I don't exist as a person, as a candidate, as a human being. I understand. Uh, going back to the, the national debate on national TV. This time the two of us alone. Uh, it appears to me somehow I look at, uh, I, go, I go over that the whole event over and over again afterwards. He was, his performance was of somebody, of somebody who uh, memorized a lot of things, a lot of facts, and he was just taking them up as if as if somebody told him roughly what it was going to be about. He used that opportunity to attack the guy who didn't, who wasn't there. Occasionally he was referred to me, but he was mostly talking about the, to the, to the empty. Um, it wasn't a seat, but it was, we were all standing. Uh, the empty place for the third person. And occasionally, when I would say something, he would say something. But in the right in, toward the middle, he accused me of being a stoogy of an other person. And like I was nobody, I was just there to to work on behalf of the nationals. That was the accusation. The lady doesn't give me a chance to respond to that. She goes to a break. Come for break. She asked me another question, so I had to work the answer to the previous answer to the attack into the answer of this question. And I tell you, it's always as fluid as I would like it to be. But then somehow I say what I say, and then I decided that moment even to be a little bit. Everybody says, "Oh, you're too nice to be a little bit more aggressive," just to say, "I'll do what I do." So some sparks flew at that point. And somehow, even to the end, he was constantly attacking. And in the end, he gave us a chance to speak a final um, message. He went first, out second. And throughout the whole night, he was going first, and I was going second, which annoyed me because, you know, as a first, you, you said, you, you talk about policies, you talk about numbers, and you cannot repeat it. You just you say, I agree with my opponent, I agree with my opponent, I agree with no. So you have to come up with something else. And there was the constantly, constantly, never ever she changed to ask me first. But he goes with his uh, closing statement. I go, to, I go with my closing statement. And when I finished, he interrupts me. As I was finishing, he interrupts me and he adds, well, you are just a 5% guy. 
any sense almost. Nobody will vote for you, and the better people will vote for you because you know, from five percent to lots of wonderful opportunities to vote for, to defeat the nationalists and vote for him. He gets screened for that too, again, for being arrogant and uh, for attacking the enemy, disrespecting not the enemy, the opponents, uh, disrespecting the opponents. So basically, something interesting is happening. And there is a wave, there's a tide of people who are saying, well, we thought he was somebody else, he's not, we're going to vote for him. Some of them will vote for uh, Mr. Komsic, who is on the Croat side, because Bosnia or anybody can vote mm -hmm. for either of the two. And they, they, there's this one person they would like to help to defeat the nationalists on the Croat side. So the truth is that it, uh, it changed the situation dramatically now, wherever we go, people are really looking at us with, with warm eyes, with well, uh, very sympathy eyes in their eyes. Uh, they come to our uh, booths where we, where we share our materials with them. And uh, our chances got increased now. What does that mean? By how much? I have no idea. I have really no idea. Um, it's going to be close uh, in terms of who's going to win, who's going to, uh, whether two people will get close votes and third, um, some or three close votes. I don't know. Well, both, all sides, all, all three races for the Serb, Croat, or Bosnia seats of the presidency. It is going to be a, a close call. So it got very interesting. Interesting. Now, um, our visibility is much higher today than when the campaign started because of those debates. The people saw that that's not the candidate they thought he was and have second and some serious doubts that he can carry himself in the job that's uh, really significant, uh, perhaps not in uh, direct responsibility, but in relative importance to the country. Uh, the I'm. I'm I'm convinced, actually, that neither of them can do the job. One has been in that role twice. Paused one term, and now he can have an, another two terms. But he has demonstrated, and his party, that they, they were the cause of the level of corruption we have in the country. Um, the nationalists cannot do the job. Yeah, and I don't think that this... Uh, the non-nationalist guy representing like a lot of parties can do the job. His his ego is huge. His he, he thinks he knows everything. He's very arrogant. Um, doesn't respect people and uh, no charisma at all. Um, it's gonna be and um, it doesn't look like a person who has a grasp of policy. So uh, basically. That changed uh, just the dynamic of the whole thing, and now 
uh, we are going to the event in Tuzla, which is our final, um, it's not a town hall meeting, but it's a closing event of the campaign. Everybody has that today, all the parties. We expect uh, a good turnout. We're going there. We should be there just in time to start. Um, tomorrow is the day of silence, no campaigning, nothing. And on Sunday, there is the, uh, the voting actually takes place. Uh, Ms. and I will go and, and vote uh, on Sunday around 11 o'clock. The media asks you that so that they can come and re report, report it. Uh, we'll all in our headquarters, our supporters, our candidates will come to to watch the um, uh, results, uh, to watch the results of the of the voting uh, together starting at 8 p.m. I'll probably go to uh, Face TV, one of the largest viewed uh, TV stations, as a commentator around 7 p.m. Um, then I'll come back with our supporters because TV cameras will be in, in all of the major parties headquarters for them to record, uh, to report on the mood of the, uh, of the people in in, in those parties. Um, just one last thing to say uh, is that um, we are, uh, everybody's going to ask us uh, what we think, and we have no idea. We didn't have the money to do the polls. Uh, the presidential race will be probably known by midnight on that day, on Sunday, or 1 a.m. Uh, for the other seats, for the other races at the national parliament level, entity parliament levels, and cantonal, cantonal uh, parliaments or assemblies, they will uh, it will take probably two, three, four days to be uh, for the results to be announced. Everybody's uh, afraid of fraud, major fraud, because we still have no scanning or electronic voting, but it is what it is. Um, the Central Election Commission, Commission has started to, to crack down on, on fraud. Um, however, it's so widespread and they are so efficient in doing so. I don't believe that they will succeed in, in reducing the degree of fraudulent activities during the election time, during the, during the counting, well, the process of voting, but the most important during the counting based on the election costs. Anyway, that's it. Well, it's, it seems, I should be careful how I say that, but it seems a shame that these revelations that have come out since the debates couldn't have happened earlier. True, true. It feels like we have, we need a couple of poor weeks just to, uh, now that just to continue and talking about our message because we, we now have the attention of the, of the population of the country. Uh, still there are media, um, it's interesting, you know, and then one in particular, there's, uh, their journalists uh, simply uh, rarely talk about three candidates on the Bosnian side. They talk about two, whereas other stations are more objective and talk about three candidates. They can say the two that have the most chances, or the better chances, that's fine. But 
here on, on this particular station, everyone, uh, they uh, appear as if I don't exist. And about a couple of weeks ago, they gave me a chance to talk. Uh, mm. so bad. And this time, even things that happened on the coalition side, not in our party, and they were attributing that to me and to us. Um, but we'll see. We are fighting. So, it will be what will be. I, I'm glad that we had it. We did this. Um, we did it the hard way. You never do a coalition before the election. You always do it after the election. Because it's, it's a major, major headache. But in the end, we struggled through it, but we made it possible. Um, and it, we came to the finish line. So we'll see what people will say. I just, I would so like to know what people really think. Um, and I don't think I can get that because of the fraud. That is a degree of the fraud or something. But what can we do? It is what it is. And just, I mean, your overall thoughts is the election is a couple of days away. Just feelings from you. Well, uh, I hope that we do okay to well on the, the whole list side, that we end up with uh, representation at all levels, the national, the entity, control. Because that will put us in a position to to, uh, to be the, the agent of change. Um, we accepted the fact that we are, that this is a long-term battle. And I'm glad that our people realize that now, that there is no going back. This idea has changed the political landscape. People are stealing our ideas and proving upon it. Uh, doing it actually uh, more efficiently, but I'm not sure that they uh, truly implement our idea. They just want to say it to to somehow uh, uh, diffuse our message. Uh, but still, it is changing every, the way everybody does what they do. However. Uh, I'm glad that people are recognizing that this is the way forward, that it will take time for it to uh, sink in, and the people accept it. You know, people say, we'll, we'll vote for you when you win. And without the votes, that cannot happen. So we have to work with the population, but I'm glad that we uh, people realize that this is the right idea, that something is worth uh, fighting for. And may take time, but so be it. And that is probably the best outcome of this election, that people realize that there is no jumping the ship when something good bad happens, for example, but you have to just persist and uh, get there. And um, that is a major accomplishment for a society like Bosnia and Anyway. Well, and will you walk... I know in 2018 you, you can't campaign on the quiet day, but you still walk the streets the day before the election and 
the day of the election. Do you plan to do that again as well? Yes, yes. You walk around and meet people. Uh, that is fine. What you what you cannot do, you, you don't remove the billboard. They're still there. You just cannot be on the national TV, for example, and talk about that. You cannot be on the, uh, have a booth in the street uh, offering materials to people and so on. Uh, but you know, the bad guys find a way to <laughs> uh, circumvent the rules. And good guys like us, we don't we don't do that. So we are the ones who follow follow the rules. So anyway, uh, so we will walk, go around, have people see us, uh, remind people that they need to vote, and that's all legal and fine. Uh, we will we cannot invite them vote for us, but we can just say please vote.